0: whiskey uniform tango radio what is going on guys how you doing how you doing how you doing it is episode 36 and you know what that means? I don't know. You tell me. But anyways, today we are going to have some fun. We're going to talk sports all episode long because a lot has happened. A lot of amazing things have happened, and I just, ugh, it just it just warms my heart. So here we go. This is episode 36, which means we have to talk Super Bowl. I don't know if you saw the Super Bowl. If you did see the Super Bowl, tell me how it went. How did you Feel about the game. I will tell you my personal opinion. My personal opinion was that game was shit. Just a big old ball of shit. There was nothing that really went on. It was slow, very slow, the entire game. But this is the thing. This is the thing that I can appreciate about it. Is it was a defensive game. Most it like okay. Everyone in America is always about, like, they want the drama. They want the the intense feeling of emotion that comes with football or sports in general or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. But um, when it came to the Super Bowl this year, I feel like it was a pretty decent game as far as how the game should be played. You know what I mean? Like, the defense went out. They did their job. The office went offense went out tried to score touchdowns. That's just kinda of how how it goes. There was that really it was really, really head to head, pretty close. But because nothing really occurred, everyone in America is all like, oh, this is a stupid game. It's boring. I thought it was pretty good. It was one of those like the Rams really stood up. The Rams really stood up against the Patriots, but you know, Patriots took it. And uh I'm not upset about it. Granted, I did lose uh, 20 bucks because my I had a bet going with one of my buds. Um, I told him I was like, "Yo, 20 bucks to see who will score the first touchdown." I was like, "My Rams are going to take it. They're going to do it." And he's all like, "Nah, bro, the Patriots. Patriots got it." So I was like, "All right, all right, yeah, I see you. I see you. Let's go." And so yeah, I lost my 20, <laughs> but um, but I did not lose my bride. But you know what that means? That means that football season is now coming to an end. Oh, it's so sad, but baseball's around the corner. And um and yeah, so anybody out there who's a Patriots fan, congratulations, you did it. But uh while we're still talking about the Super Bowl, though, I don't there there was some drama. Apparently, uh Houston is losing its shit because Travis Scott was like Part of the halftime show, like just like this little tiny moment, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, Travis Scott, yes!" And I'm like, "Nah, nah, man, Travis Scott." Well, okay, before Houston jumps down my throat, I like Travis Scott. I like that he actually has a lot of Houston pride. I think it's great. I I think it's fun, especially what his new album, Astro World, or his his current album. I don't know if it's his current album, whatever it is, it's good. I really like it. And then also he's on a psycho sicko mode. That's pretty good too. I've I've been I've been jamming that thing every time I go to the gym. Um but yeah, so he he had his moment. Everyone's loving it. But on the other side of the halftime show drama, um freaking Adam Levine is just everyone's just going in on him right now. Um hold on. let me see this. There you go. I had to reply, respond to Darnell real fast. He shot me a text message. Um, I was going to talk to him about sports today, but he said no. Oh, it's okay. This just shows you how current this this episode is. It's like right now. Um, <laughs> duh. But uh, what was I talking about? Okay, so Adam Levine. Yeah, he's he's everyone's jumping down on him right now because um, what was it? The he took off his shirt. He took off his shirt. And everyone's all like, whoa, he took off his shirt, but Janet Jackson flashes a boob and everyone freaks out. Uh, Yeah, yeah, everyone's going to freak out. And no one wants to see that nasty ass tit. <laughs> but, um, but in general, though, like Janet Jackson's situation was what? It was a, a wardrobe malfunction. And it, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't understand how America feels regarding nudity. Because, like, a dude can take off his shirt, walk around in his underwear, and everyone's like, oh, my God, that's, that's just, like, some, some guy just being a guy. But, like, if a girl walks around in their underwear, everyone's like, oh, my God, she's so slutty. Or brave. I've heard that, too. But um, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think that Adam Levine even needs that backlash. And then on top of that, oh, goodness. On top of that, half the nation is going in on him as well because he decided that he was, like, apparently going to listen to this petition to have spongebob like do the halftime show or at least perform the halftime spongebob thing which is dumb like for it's like the band's biggest spotlight to be in the super bowl like that's like a big deal and yeah like cardi b was all like no 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 no, we're not going to do any of this and like everyone the other people were doing the same thing but um but yeah like this is like a a big moment for maroon five and so um yeah, I don't understand why they would like be forced to do the SpongeBob track. Like, really? And so some guys freaking out. Well, well, I got what five million uh, petition signees for what? Nothing for nothing? It's like, yeah. I don't understand where this whole mindset comes in, where it's like, oh, if I get all these people to sign a piece of paper to argue against something or argue for something, that it, someone has to listen like i don't i don't understand like that stuff like that's people taking democracy i guess is what it would be like to a whole new level like you just need to chill out just just relax guys just woosa like you remember episode 34 or sorry whoops 35 episode 35 at the end of the episode i was like just chill out just chill out but no no one can chill out because it's the super bowl i don't i don't know i don't know in other news, <laughs> in other news, basketball. Uh so the Lakers um are finally getting shit on and you know I I like this. I like this a lot because I'm not a big Lakers fan. Like okay. The Lakers were good at a certain point in time. What they had Kobe, they had Shaq. Those were like the the two big names on their team and now they got like LeBron and no one else <laughs> and so all these other teams are stacked up right but um what I found funny is I I don't know if they opened up trade deals with the Pelicans or if the Pelicans opened up trade with um, the Lakers but the New Orleans pelicans were all like I think it's New Orleans yeah I don't know don't judge me I think the, well anyways the Pelicans were like yo hey we'll trade you Anthony Davis. For um, just whoever the fuck you got, and the Lakers are like, holy crap! And LeBron's like, yo, guys, y'all gotta listen to them. We need Anthony Davis. We need Lonzo. Ball. I don't know. I don't know any of the players, but um, but I know Anthony Davis was a big one. And um, if you don't know who Anthony Davis is, he's like the guy that looks like Frida Kahlo. <laughs> um, but like he he's got a great great ball, great jump shot. Um, he he really understands how to tactically play the game and win, right? So LeBron James is trying to get people onto his his team because right now he's dealing with a very young organization. And so it's funny because LeBron is just like, "Yo, we'll give you all these people to get us. You hell, you can even like wait out this guy's contract. Like then, yeah, we'll we'll absorb that contract. Don't even worry about it." And so he's like over here making all these different calls for people and yeah so here's the issue is like you're dealing with a young team so now this young team is hearing oh well if lebron doesn't like me then he's just going to trade me to another team so he can get somebody that he does like and so all these all these players now are just getting like just just butt hurt right like they're like oh my god this is ridiculous um so i believe it was the game against the pacers they um yeah, the whole team was just, like, hating on LeBron. Like, no, this is ridiculous. Like, why why, why are we even going to play now? Because, like, what, LeBron's going to be all, all, all mad at me or whatever. So, like, it really just destroyed the morale of this team. And speculation is saying that uh, the Pelicans were like, yo, just kidding, we're not even going to do that. But our whole plan was just to, like, get up in your heads. And so that's basically what happened. Like there, there's no trade on the line at all. Like the trade deadline's already over, I think. And, um, yeah, it's just, (laughs) it's just like the funniest thing. So, so the Pelicans, I think they're coming up against on the game with the, uh, the Lakers here pretty soon, or maybe they already had it, but, um, but, yeah, so so just destroyed that team's morale. Like, every time the Lakers are playing against somebody now, the fans are going, LeBron's going to trade you. De- 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 LeBron's going to trade you. I'm like, oh, my God, it's dirty. It's so dirty. So, yeah, now the entire team knows that LeBron James is just using them as a pawn because he's like, yo, I'm playing my game, and all of y'all are worthless to me besides maybe you. <laughs> so, um. So, yeah, that's that's wild. It's just dest- destructive to a young organization. But what are you going to do, right? It's just meh. Meh. <sighs> that's about all I know about basketball, right? <laughs> I do pay attention, though. I am a big uh, – I'm a Rockets fan. I enjoy the Rockets. When I was little, I liked the Raptors. Don't judge me. The only reason I liked the Raptors was because it was a Raptor. Me. So, whatever. um. And then everyone over here is like all about the Spurs. Like, oh, chill out about the Spurs. They who they got? They eh, they, yeah, nothing. It's a nobody team. We got James Harden, and I don't know who else. But you know we're good. <laughs> um. So yeah, so yeah, I got one more topic on sports, and then I'm gonna talk about what happened yesterday. So, lastly, in the sports realm, uh, my boy, my boy. Baker Mayfield, did not get Rookie of the Year. How in the hell are you going to tell me that Baker Mayfield was not Rookie of the Year? He went in, first round pick, number uno, goes into the season. The starting quarterback for the Browns just dies on in, in the beginning of the season. They put in Baker Mayfield. Put in Baker Mayfield. And guess what? Everyone in Cleveland got to drink a Bud Light. Everyone in Cleveland got to see a team be turned around Every because he's electric. He goes into the game. He just, he makes, w- he won. He won games. Last year, the Browns went 0-16. 0-16. They didn't win a single game. And everyone's like, there's a football team in Cleveland? What? <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, now, guess what, guys? There's a football team in Cleveland. And they coming now. They bringing it. Like, Baker Mayfield, dude, like, he, he was young. He should have gotten it. it. It went to what? Saquon Barkley? Saquon Barkley? He went to him. And, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. He probably did pretty well. I don't I don't know how he did. But you know what name I did here all the time? All the time? It was Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes. Those are the two na- And Jared Goff. Those are the two na- three names that I heard the entire season they're like well if it's not we're not talking about Baker Mayfield we're talking about Patrick Mahomes if we're not talking about Patrick Mahomes we're talking about Baker Mayfield but speaking of baker though i had a um a nasty taste in my mouth because of him shut up um i had a nasty taste in my mouth because of him because i thought that he was like yo screw texas tech like i don't want to play for y'all or whatever and Well, he was, but now I, I was watching an episode of Cold as Balls with Kevin Hart, and it's totally for good reason. So the story goes, he was having some financial issues, decided to be a walk-on at Texas Tech. He played as a, um, a second string to Davis Webb. Davis Webb's now a Giants player. So Davis Webb's not a bad quarterback. But if you don't know who Davis Webb's is, look up Davis Webb, Texas Tech, and I guarantee you're going to find a picture of him crying. It, it is fantastic um but yeah so baker mayfield uh david okay davis webb got hurt baker mayfield's like whoa going in so he goes in starts playing he plays really really well he's a very he was a strong quarterback at the time um then he ended up getting hurt davis webb is back in and um yeah so apparently texas tech is like well you did good but we're not going to offer you a scholarship so because he wasn't going to get a scholarship he's like wow okay well I don't. We don't really have the funds here to cover this, so we're, we're out. So he left, decided to go up to Oklahoma just to go to school because um, apparently Texas Tech blocked his actual transfer. So Tech was like, no, you played for us, but we're not going to let you go to another conference or another school in this conference to play football for them. So Baker literally walked into the, into Oklahoma, was like, I'm just going to go to school. He had a regular dorm doing whatever he did, and then he was able to kind of like – um get around this whole block by talking to the coach like just in like a regular meeting function and the coach is like yeah sure you know what we'll we'll let you come into practice or whatever and so then after that he was able to kind of work his way up through that way and then he went on to becoming the first ever person to walk onto a football team and win heisman as a quarterback like that is literally incredible right so um So yeah, no, his story is, is fantastic. I didn't know any of that stuff. And it just goes to show you that if something's going to block you or something's going to block your path, or if you have a goal that you're working towards and somebody somewhere tells you, no, there are other options for you. You just got to find a way to get through those doors. And, um, yeah, I thought that was fantastic. Like that that just blew my mind as far as a story. And um I, I definitely like couldn't agree more with how it happened. And so you know what? I don't have any bad blood now towards Baker Mayfield. I even I'll salute him. I will salute that man. Cheers to Baker Mayfield. <sighs> but yeah. So, like I said, I'm gonna tell you what happened yesterday. Uh, yesterday I found this super special speakeasy type whiskey bar in the area. And, um, yeah, I got to experience, uh, one of my white rabbits that I've been chasing. So I have two white rabbit whiskeys that I've been looking for for a while now. I had three. I knocked one, uh, one of those off already. So my white rabbits at the time, I wanted to try a Weller's. I've wanted to try... A Lagavulin 16, and I wanted to try. Uh, I want to try Blanton's. Right, those are my three. I recently tried the Wellers, not yesterday, but I tried it before. Oh, fantastic, super smooth. I want to get it on the show, but I know I probably can't. Um, number two, though, that I tried yesterday, and I I remember it. Oh, it was so good. Uh, the Lagavulin 16. So, um, yeah. So so. I'll tell you my experience about this whiskey place. So I went in there, just this giant, giant wall of whiskey. It was fantastic. Um, and what's even cooler is I was able to kind of like talk to the um, the bartender, and we were able to kind of like exchange information and just kind of like chat about like like whiskeys in general. And um, I, it, I actually felt a little proud of myself because I was like, I know more than I thought I did. Um, but yeah, I took one of my buddy Justin. I'm going to try and get him on the show as well. Um, but yeah, he and I went out there and so my first drink that I had, I just got myself, uh, just a little, um, an old fashioned with, um, mickers and now that, that was really good. It was very, very sweet. Well, okay. Not sweet, but it didn't have like some, some sort of a bitterness that you would get, um, with most whiskeys or bourbons rather, cause it was a bourbon. Um, but just the way that the flavors were able to bond with each other, it was just, it was so good. So if you ever get the chance, uh, an old fashioned with makers, definitely try that. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. My go-to whenever I was there, I, I, when I was, my eyes were looking around, I asked them if they had Blanton's. They were like, no, they're like, we do have Weller. And I was like, I love Weller, but I already had it. So I was looking around, scanning. I saw the scotch section. I saw just a shit ton of Laphroaig. And I was like, "Lafroyg is fantastic. And then I saw Lagavulin 12. And right next to it, Lagavulin 16. And I was like, oh, I was like, I got to try it. And so what I thought was funny was the bartender, yes, she made fun of me a little bit. I was like, I want to get um, a full glass. Well, you know what I mean, a full. i wanted to get a, a full, neat Lagavulin sixteen, please, and she was like, "Hell yeah, I'll get you that." She's like, "You're gonna go live up your Ron Swanson dream," and I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> I was like, "I like first off, I like the show Parks and Rec." Yes, Ron Swanson in the show like talked the hell out of Lagavulin, Lagavulin sixteen to be exact, and um, I found out the actual uh, actor Nick Offerman he actually has stock in uh, Lagavulin as well, so of course he's gonna talk it up, duh, right? Um, but yeah, so it, they talked it up so much in the show that it became one of my, my personal white rabbits where I was like, I got to try this. You know, if, if I have the option, I'm going to get it. I mean, I've looked at my own liquor stores to try and find it and I saw it and it was like 80 to hundred bucks and I was like, Oh shit. So I was like, well, I got it right here. I'm going to pay fucking 12 bucks for it. Now let's go. So, um, they put the bottle in front of me. The bottle itself is awesome. Okay. So the bottles are engraved. It's like they have the year it was established and then the year that that particular bottle was created. Um, and then it has the serial numbers on the side and then it just says Lagavulin 16-year um, product of Scotland, right? And on the back, there's literally nothing. So it's one of those um, bottles where the name on the front is that alone. Like like there's no description, no nothing. Like when you get Lagavulin 16 you know what you're gonna get, or you should know, right? So there's no description on the back, like "born and raised in Winnetka, It's a beautiful, beautiful concoction of all the earthy tones of whatever. Like they don't, they don't have any of that stuff. It's just the name on the front, right? It's like Kurt Russell and Miracle. We're all about the name on the front, not the name on the back or whatever it says on the back. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I thought it was fantastic. Like the just um the smell of it. You you get your nose in that glass, man. I was just taking it in. It was um very peaty. You had a very smoky peatiness to it, which was which is nice. Which for me personally, I expect that out of a scotch, right? But um especially with the log of woolen or not not the Lagavulin, of woolen, the Lefroy. Laphroaig. That Laphroaig peatiness is nuts. But um but there was a, a good peatiness to this one. It wasn't over the top like the LeFroig, but it was there. And it, oh man, so um. So just the the scent of, smell alone, the look of it, very you have that nice brown caramel y kind of look to it. You can swirl it around; it was awesome. But when you do swirl it around, it opens up and you get a lot more of that peatiness to smell, and it's just so good. Um, just the the drink itself was so so smooth. It was oh man, it was one of those things where I it was an experience. It was very very smooth um, on the. The beginning and on the back end you get the peatiness and it almost had like this little tingle on the tongue of how um it tasted so it was one of those experiences where like i i i can't even describe it very well to you i'm trying my best right now but um it was one of those where you try it there's like this tingly subtle subtle burn but besides that it's super smooth and um you can really it was you can tell that it was well crafted and um it it was awesome it was one of those those moments where i was like dude i i wish i could take the bottle with me <laughs> um but even even more so was the funny part where she was like yeah, it's really, really good, right? I was like, it's fantastic. I was like, this is one of my things where I can check it off the list. I was like, thank you so much. And um, she goes, you know what you should try next though is we also have the distiller's edition. I'm like, are you fucking? (laughs) And so she goes, she was like, yeah, we have the distiller's edition here, which is even better than the Lagavulin 16. I'm like, really, what's the deal about that? They're like, it's a little bit, it's even more aged. I think it was like over like 20 years or maybe 18 or something like that, but more. um, Oh. Uh, it was one of those things where I was I was so excited. So um, I found my new favorite place, <laughs> and I'm gonna keep going back. But um, but yeah, whiskey uniform tango edition. I wanted to talk up that Lagavulin 16. I, I there's nothing that could compare. I can't even compare it for for anything really. So um, yeah, I, I I totally recommend it. If you ever get the chance, um, to if you go to a whiskey bar, I'm not gonna tell you the name. I'm not going to tell you a name. You know why? Because I don't want it to pack out. If this place packs out, I'm going to be a sad guy. So I like it. That's all I'm going to say. It's near my house. If you don't know where I live, then uh, good. But um, like I said, if you ever get the chance, go to your local whiskey bar. Ask for a Lagavulin 16 or a Mickers and get it old-fashioned. Um but, yeah, it is oh, it's so good. And the funny thing is, like, I could even, like, the, the thing that I appreciated about this whiskey bar was they didn't have any, like, run-of-the-mill whiskeys. They didn't have any Jack Daniels. They didn't have any regular Jameson. They didn't have any, like, what is it? Um, They had Knob Creek, but they didn't have any, like, Maker's Marker. You know what I'm talking about, like, your regular staple whiskeys. None of that. And I think the best part was some guy that ordered right next to me because I had my Lagabula, and I was like, oh. And this guy's like, it was good. I'm like, hell, yeah, man, it's freaking fantastic and um the bartender walks up to him she's like hey man what can i get you and um he goes yeah let me get a um just a jack daniels on the rocks and she goes oh we don't carry that and he's like well what do you mean well what kind of whiskey bar is this and she goes a good one and i was like yes so um so yeah kudos shout out to um this bartender i'll just keep everything on the dl but um but, yeah, shout-outs to the bartender, shout-outs to the establishment, shout-outs to Houston in general. And, um, yeah, guys, I hope you all have a great day. I, this is going to be – I want to say this is going to be the end of the episode. I was going to bring on Darnell a chat about the Pelicans and stuff like that and how they're just a tactical genius as far as the game that they're playing right now. But, um, but I'll leave it alone. Astros are about to start playing here pretty soon. Texas Tech football is in twenty-eight weeks. That's just a guess. I don't know if I'm I'm even right. Um But yeah. If you ever get the chance, like I said, go to your local bar, order some Lagavulin, and just enjoy that ride because oh, oh, it's so good. It is so good. I mean, it was one of those things where like that experience, I want to live it time and time again. Like, I've died already. I've died. I've lived. I've been reborn (laughs) But yeah guys um, That's going to be the end of the episode That's the end of the podcast for today Because this is just a regular Thursday episode Uh, Neil's coming back on Sunday And uh, yeah maybe we'll have Justin come in as a guest But uh, besides that Thank you very much for listening I appreciate the effing hell out of you And um, thank you very much guys You are all fantastic Shout outs to everyone on our Instagram right now Um, We always have new followers all the time Some people come, some people go I get it but, you know, I think the people that have stayed with us so far this this amount of time, like, y'all y'all are awesome. So, um, so yeah, if you don't know, now you know. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Whiskey Uniform Tango. You can follow me on Instagram at The Josh Galvin. You can find us on Facebook. You can also find us on Twitter at WUT Podcast. And uh, if you want to give us a shout out at uh, WUT Radio at gmail.com. So guys, I hope you all have a great day. Cheers. May your glasses never run dry. Bottoms up. Take it easy. Whiskey Uniform Tango.